0: Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG, brought to you by Ultimate Guard. Oh, uh, I guess I'll have a of Well, I suppose. <clears throat> but yeah, well, they've awesome. got, uh, they got a lot of good beers and cocktails and stuff like that, but yeah, we're just, uh, you know, delicious food, hanging shelling. with the boys. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, that's... Um, it's really nice. I appreciate that about this Locals for sure. Yeah, I'm
1: excited to partake in that Locals.
0: (sighs) Brother, you know what else I'm excited to partake in? What? The next episode. You
1: were recording this whole time? Oh my god, I got
0: him. I got him, dude. Ever since you said put my headphones on.
1: Damn it. Hoist with my own petard, as it were. Damn it, John, we're back. We are back. You got me. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that. Like I'm still over here just basking in the the My Hero card game, basking in the birds that are Dude. that <laughs> won the fucking haunted hotel. John, there's so much to talk about.
0: I could sit here and I could just talk about these My Hero cards for the entire cast. So, I mean, that's that's another day. That's another cast. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. And the the Class 1A whatever whatever that's you right. call the them. RVA 1A <laughs> yeah. podcast. RVA 1A. Yeah
1: indeed but you know we'll get to that we'll we'll talk a little bit about that but obviously John there's a lot of great news to talk about just a lot of fun like a lot of fun community things going on but you know John we don't want to put the cart before the horse you know again welcome back to RVA Returners podcast I'm your host Chris Adams with me as always coming out just coming out of the woodworks man the undercover surprise John Schreiner say hi to everybody how's it going everybody Man, oh man, John, glad to be back. I'm glad to have you back. You were, uh, you know, you're coming back from from Los Angeles uh, for the Haunted Hotel where you did commentary, which I can't wait to hear you dive into that. Um, Of course, you know, we've got some great news to talk about um, as far as, you know, a a starter deck being released. Um, We've seen a couple of new spoilers. Um, Just, man, dude, just stuff to talk about all across the board. But, you know, I'm out of breath just, getting hype so let's let's take a breath john let's Let's slow it down let's take a sip chris oh yes now you're talking i've got my cup uh,
0: straight from the volcano dude my cup of Mm. lava ready for sipping
1: yes i'm ready simultaneous Mm. sip is a go
0: here we go dude Mm.
1: the best part (sighs) of waking up this cardboard oh, in my oh, hands. Oh my
0: god, dude, you got me. You got me. On that one. I was ready to go full folders, but you are, uh, oh, man, you're shuffling and cutting over there. And I'm, I'm always, still, baby. I'm I'll still always, thinking coffee. Always be shuffling. A B S. That's what we that do. There was, uh, what was the party rock, right? There was, uh-huh. uh, every damn shuffling. Yes, so. <laughs> We said, every day I'm shuffling at, uh, like, you know, this is so many years ago, at, like, a Pokemon locals. Mm-hmm. And there's this one guy who, who's like, what about the days when you're not shuffling? I just slammed my hands on the table. <laughs> every day I'm shuffling. <laughs> what a fucking goof. <laughs> Did you not listen, dude? There are not days where I'm not shuffling.
1: Uh, I'm here. Clearly, I'm every always day. shuffling. No, but it, it's just funny. It's like... Oh man. It's not my fault you don't have friends.
0: I'm always. Sh- oh my goodness. No, no. <laughs> I think maybe some people don't just sit at their desk and compulsively shuffle cards like we do. Oh, man,
1: hold there. Dude, it's how I get through work. Like, it's my fidget spinner. I'll be on spinner, the phone. Dude.
0: dude, it is my fidget
1: spinner. Like I'll be at war. I always have a deck either of magic, Final Fantasy, DBS, My Hero. I've got something within arm's reach. So when I find myself. Like on a very long, drawn-out phone call, or if I'm on hold, I just start shuffling. I just get to shuffling and cutting, gold fishing. You name it, I'm doing it. You're just hearing, you're like, okay, sir, yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. right, yep. Oh yeah, especially after I've zoned out. Like you're just saying the same shit. I, I've yeah, gotten everything that. I need check to get that. out of this. One now one you're just again. rambling. Do
0: one of these, check a four. Yeah, exactly. I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chris. Keep going. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Commit that. You hit him with all right, Well, these sound I will, so let me go ahead and enhance, do this. Enhance. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no.
1: Yeah, you good All right. Talk to you soon. Click. <laughs> just... And then I'll still finish the turn. I'm gold fishing by the way. <laughs> oh, so running, like man. a monster turn. It's like, oh, this is a monster turn. This is this is this is this is, this is what punches your tickets to worlds, man.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> you're like, yeah, and then we just win, dude.
1: Easy. No, absolutely, absolutely, John. Oh, we're oh always winning here at the RVA Returners podcast. But you know what else, John? That's not the only, you know that's not the only thing that's great. You know, we've got a lot to get off our chest, and there's only one place that you can find it.
0: And you confession know what
1: it is it, exactly it's Sunday. We're not really quite having <laughs> confession, John, but we're yeah. uh, we've got the early morning edition of the news. All right, John, first up, as always, hit the podium. Everybody wants to know, John, tell us the Octagon State of the Union.
0: All right, the Octagon State of the Union. Chris, you know how it is. It's always good. These days, we uh, we rarely have any cause for concern, just exciting things going on all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because that's just how it is. Um, so, Octagon, we have got... Uh, after clamoring for the starter cards all across all the platforms of Final Fantasy mm-hmm. social media. Yes. Um they are now on FF Decks and they should be on uh Octagon today. I think Wayne actually made a post about it just trying to get two more images of promos um mm-hmm. just this morning as we were getting ready to record. Nice. So um this is hot that off means, the presses. Yes. That means that this Wednesday we will have um the tournament with the starter decks legal and we'll oh, be yeah. giving away one of the starter decks so i expect to see a lot of final fantasy 7 oh, action yeah. this week which is kind yeah, of absolutely. cool because those decks play really well with each other but um we'll get into it's that it's almost later. like
1: you need to call the instead of you know i know you're going through final fantasy 6 with each tournament it almost feels like you should call this one the Honey Bee in
0: <laughs> here at the at Honey Bee in yeah dude <laughs> um but no it. no no it's it's been pretty good lately you know One people getting ready for um getting ready for haunted hotel now haunted mm-hmm. hotel is over the opus is almost done so i expect there to be an explosion of like people wanting to try these starters and it's going to mm-hmm. be like a couple weeks and then all of a sudden we'll be uh we'll be in opus 15 yeah, yeah. that's wild to think about in about a month um that we'll be doing all that so nope. To be fair, the fact
1: that more has been going on, the time lapse does not feel as crippling, right? Like it's been some time, yeah. But because I think more people have been playing, more things are going on. There were two on, events like it... in
0: this set. Dude. There yeah, were two different events in this opus is great. That is
1: awesome, and it did it definitely made the time fly. Yeah. That is awesome. So uh, glad to hear things are always good. You know, everybody should... If you like playing online, you should 100% be playing these every week. You know,
0: especially with the prizes,
1: John. The prizes are insane.
0: Yes, they are, man. It was uh, actually so cool to get to meet people. Again, that's one of my favorite things about doing all these events. But this was my first event back um, Mm -hmm. since, you know, everything happened. And so I got to meet a lot of people who became players during the pandemic or who, like the online stuff during the pandemic mm-hmm. and um, that was really neat to put a bunch of like names to faces um, that's really cool it was cool to meet like so Xavier Ruiz right he's the guy who um, has what I've only it? known him to be playing during the pandemic and he yeah. plays like the starter Vaughn, Vaughn. like he it's started at that time dude during the event he played Vaughn and whenever mm-hmm. he would resolve the Vaughn he would take mm-hmm. out his phone and start playing a Pirates of the Caribbean song and he would just yell, I am Captain Bosch Von Ronsenberg of Dalmaska. And you would hear it from, for, through, through the entire room. You'd, I was like in the middle of doing commentary in one of the rounds. And you just hear him shout it in the background clear as day. And you're like, oh, it sounds like Xavier's doing well over at his table of bon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that was so funny. And just to meet a bunch of these guys, even the guy who won it all, um, it's funny because I, I didn't realize as he was doing really well, even though I've put the names in, i put so many names in for these tournaments, man. Sometimes they just don't stick, it and just, like it just blurs together. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so he's sitting there talking about the online logo, and he and then I find out, oh, it's like this is his username, and I'm like, oh my god, okay, I know this guy, <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know him. Um, it's just so funny. I love all that stuff. So really, um, yeah. If you're not playing online already, what are you waiting for? Come jam, at least yeah. come hang out on Wednesdays at seven. On we do, you know, octagon things.
1: Yeah, because the next winner in
0: in life tournament could be you. That's John, right. it could be you. It could be you. It could be you, Chris. You could take home this lovely two-player Final Fantasy VII starter deck, or mm-hmm. a prize mm-hmm. of your choice from the prize
1: wall. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And John, you know what else I love? Spoiler season. Spoiler season. Spoiler season. Spoiler season. We don't have many this week. We've only got three. Um, so let's just dive right in. Uh, we got we got two of them. Are Earth, we got the two Earth Legends and a Lightning. Legend. So we'll just go down in the order they were released. We'll start with uh, our old pal Robel Admiral Ackbell. Um,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't talk- know if we talked about this guy last week or not, but we're not going to touch we, on him I real quick. I don't think we way. did. I think he came out like
1: right after we had casted. But mm-hmm. even if even if we did, you know what? We'll go over him again because I like the card a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he's a four drop, eight k Earth uh, forward, uh, dual jobs, uh, black mage and warlock warlord. Fuck that guy seems fierce uh category well, 11 sure is, do
0: you not see he is riding on top of a fenrir like dude just... i see him oh i see him he uh, he he's, is he is, re- he is ready is ready to dude. plow he's mounted up i think that on the card that's not full art like imagine like put your hand in front of his text like it just mm-hmm. seems like he's standing with like this crazy art around him mm-hmm. but then you look at the full art card you're like oh oh that's <laughs> oh, he's just riding he's fucking riding fenrir he is ready
1: to plow mm-hmm but he's got a really good ability. So, when Robel Akbel enters the field, you may pay a crystal. If you do so, choose a forward or monster and break it. No muss, no fuss. Then, at the beginning of main phase one during each of your turns, choose one back up in your break zone and just add it to your hand. So, he's basically draw an extra card every turn. Which is really cool.
0: I like yeah. this guy a lot. Um. So, it's it's nuts that it's not, like... Like, we already see people doing things like Bismarck, which, like, mm-hmm. you have to return a character to your hand to draw yep. just one card at the end of every turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's already, like, well, this is a crazy good value engine. Like, we see, like, Lakshmi only held back by the other mm-hmm. things going on in of Water right now, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, this is just such good value. You know, almost a refund right away. This guy does have to wait to main phase one, so he doesn't get it. The turn mm-hmm. that you play him down first, you know, he has to survive, like, a whole turn. Um, but the nicer thing is, after he does, he's better for putting this card in your hand at the beginning of main phase one for sure. Yep. Like, giving you this, uh, basically, third draw every turn. Mm-hmm. And yep. because of the the fact that you get to choose a backup of the break zone, uh, you immediately can just start setting up, like, S abilities on backups and things like that much more consistently.
1: Yeah, like my first thought is I mean, I know it's already a crowded space, but play a copy of this guy or a copy or two of this guy in like monks or something, just mm. to keep recycling the, the 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 ammo for he he's like he's like the guy who's got like all the ammo across his chest, running
0: across the battlefield,
1: trying to get over to the cannon. <laughs>
0: dude, the guy run, in the, he, the, he, matrix. the the matrix, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, part. dude. Was it a mouse? Is that the, yes. that the guy? Oh my god, dude. Yeah, he's running like tripping over himself, like like trying to bring the ammo. Oh my god, that's so funny. Look at little mouse here. Dude, um, just,
1: just, he's got a, a wheelbarrow full of monks just bringing them up to Ursula. <laughs> a wheelbarrow full of monks. Just legs and arms sticking out
0: of them. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he, like, could you imagine? Yeah, I mean, because you even get, like, the three-drop monk, which gets you another monk. Yeah. Uh, you just put that back in your hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, both yeah, of these Earth Legends close. actually kind of slot right into that deck, which is a whole other problem, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to funny. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this guy's category is super relevant as well, being yes. 11 uh, just right in that Earth Wind Eleven deck. This is another crazy good hit for Prish. It's another mm-hmm. tutor for Star Sybil. He can get back the Moogle S ability that lets you basically just yep. put any card you want in your deck into your hand at the beginning of main phase one. Just, mm-hmm. um, I-, I mean, that's just scratching the surface with this guy, right? He's just a, such a cool card for people who really like those those backup uh, S ability mm-hmm. decks. Because think about it, like pretty much any backups that have S abilities are like the reason, the whole reason you play the backup, right? There's yep. There aren't any that just incidentally have S abilities, such as the case with, like, forwards more often, right? Like, Lena Mm -hmm. has a rise, but whatever. If she didn't have a rise, you'd still just play three Lenas, right? Exactly. Um, Exactly. It's like, oh, the Ovelia backup. Well, yeah, now you just have Ovelia special every turn. That starts to Mm -hmm. look a lot more consistent and a lot better, right? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, it's a little bit of a weird strategy to be like, oh, I just need to keep drawing the same backups, Yeah, because it's not like you play a high number of backups, right? So it's always harder to hit backup s abilities than it is to hit forward s abilities.
1: Yep, and spot removal is coming at such a premium these days that like, and forwards are becoming so much more powerful Mm. Mm -hmm. that like you have to start. I mean, you already have to, but that the choice you have to make on what you spend that removal on becomes harder and harder and harder every time.
0: It's nice that this guy um, has an enter too that does something for you because usually the worst part about those cards that trigger at the beginning of main phase one, it's like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. so you just expect them to do absolutely nothing about this during your turn. You know, he just sticks around. Well, at least I'll be able to kind of use them to just blow somebody up.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he's just a solid piece of spot removal right off the bat that is going to continue to get value, right? So I think think he's a good card. I think he's a solid, solid card. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe not play set worthy, you know, one or two. Uh, but I, I think depending on the deck that you put him in, you know, maybe. Um, I think he's solid. He
0: seems real good. Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of solid, this card's got the, the next card. Uh, definitely revs my engine a little bit. We got a new Nyx. Um, he is a lightning legend. He's a three CP seven K job Kingsglaive as expected. Of course. So he's
0: category got a lot of 15, good text obviously, here. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. category 15, of course. Um, so he's got remove one job Kingsglaive in the break zone from the game. Until the end of the turn, Nyx gains 1,000 power, first strike, and Nyx can't be chosen by your opponent's abilities. That's really cool. Really nice to see that. Um, just kind of a nice responsive protection ability, which is really cool. Um, his next ability, I think, is really where he shines. Um, remove 5-job King Glaive in the break zone from the game. Search for one category 15 Fort of cost 5 or less, and play it onto the field. So... This guy literally just sets up a gnarly Regis turn.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's his his whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is obviously, and, and the new Regis, right? He, mm-hmm. he like, if you put Kingsglaives into the break zone, he gets all kinds of stuff. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. clearly, you know, they both synergize well together and there should be more Kingsglaives coming out of the set and... I don't know how many guys are left for us to use unique names but um yeah.
1: well he also can fucking get uh it's as maybe a bit of a stretch as as it is but just this guy could just slam Veristeel into play.
0: Yeah, Veristeel, Yeah, there's a bunch of other I mean mm-hmm. just relevant 15 forwards yep. so.
1: Libertus is probably the big one like being able to do that. Libertus get another Knicks back. Uh, from your break zone, or or another Kingslave something, you know, mm-hmm. untap some backup, so you can do some really neat value chains with this guy, I, I like this guy a lot it's it's tough though, because the other Nyx is still very very good,
0: yeah, and like, if they make any more Kingslaves that are any better, it makes mm-hmm. that other Nyx better too, so it's, exactly, it's really interesting exactly. to me that this guy's a legend I, I don't know how I feel about that yeah, I think it's very much a heroic yeah, level dude, ability, hero unless for sure.
1: Unless it's just, unless this ends up being one of those cards, John, where like I see it go off once, and you're like, oh, okay, this card's fucking nuts. But I think I I don't hate maybe playing a deck where both of the both versions of Nix exist, maybe like a two two split or a three one split. Um, mm-hmm. Just because the other Nix is still so potent and can just win you a game on the spot. You know yeah. what I mean? Not that this guy couldn't well
0: searches your deck for a yeah. five-cost card and plays it for essentially zero, right? This is the mm-hmm. same problem of why Monstery and Stern are just so good. It's like yep. that type of cost is uh, really, I, I don't know even what the word I want to say. It's like very affordable, right? It's, yeah. like, it's like, of course I can do that. It's like asking me if you can use my garbage. Like, yeah, sure, dude. Here, take my garbage. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. Like Waste. You can take that do whatever the hell you want with it, man. If you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell me you can make that into something, it's yours. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, um, and then the art on this card is just really cool. I don't know what is going on with this coral, like, cause yeah. I don't know. I watched the movie, dude, and I played the game, and I don't know what the hell that is, cause that's that's not got nothing yeah. to do with anything. But okay, yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: The eye of the tiger, baby. It's all sure. I know,
0: uh, dude. I'll take anything over the like the avalanche guys, where we just went back to Opus One art, where it's just like yeah. like a bigger picture of Wedge's face is like yeah. what I see on the side of the card. I'm like, oh my god.
1: This is Boy, we really have come a long way since Opus 1, haven't we? We, have, we like look
0: at this Bartz! Dude, the Bartz promo is really really that We're really going to talk about next, dude. This is just gorgeous. Mm. So, we'll this we'll, is we'll, half... we'll definitely oh, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we yeah. got we
1: got to talk about the la- the most recent card of the week. Another Earth legend, John, we have a new oh, baby. Rydia that I like this card, so let's read her. She's a two-drop... Does anybody uh, two not d- like this card? Oh, I don't know, man. This part is it's, so fucking insane. It's yeah, go ahead. nuts. But it's a 2CP 5K, Category 4, Job Summoner, as expected. So, if Ridia is dealt damage by your opponent's summons or abilities, that damage becomes zero instead. Fucking saucy. Um, when Ridia or a Category 4 character enters the field, place two growth counters on Rydia. For the lovely cost of donuts... Cast one summon of cost equal to or less than the number of growth counters placed on Rydia from your hand without paying the cost. You can only use this ability once per turn. Holy shit.
0: Pres, I would like to highlight what this card doesn't say. Right? Yes, please do. <laughs> because there's a lot of language that they put on abilities and cards that very mm-hmm. specifically, very deliberately like check their mm-hmm. power level. And somebody turned off all of the safety, uh, yes. like literally just all of it, dude. They were like, "While well, the boss is gone, print Rydia. Like, yeah. like while well, Kageyama's back <laughs> is turned, dude, he, he's Quit. out for he's <laughs> out
1: for <laughs> his birthday.
0: Print this. Yeah, like Kageyama's out for his birthday. They just like they changed some of the words on Riddia and just it just lock it in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so what this card doesn't say, right? This mm-hmm. card doesn't say um that this this the. It has to be equal to the number of counters, right? Uh-huh. It's equal to or less. This card doesn't say you can only use this ability on your turn. Uh-huh. It's just once per turn. So you immediately will do it again in response to whatever they try to do to Riddy on their yep. turn. Um this card does not say that it has to be an earth summon, right? There's uh-huh. no element restriction. This card does not say that uh Ridia or Category 4 forward enters the field <laughs> mm-hmm. this card does not say that she gets one additional counter after everything enters the field yeah i don't know man it just feels like there's a lot of things oh and this card does not say she loses the counters after you yep. use the ability and these like the absence of these phrases makes this card absurd i don't get it dude this is this is wild as soon and as you play also... it just, like on entry it just starts casting Kusith sith for free <laughs>
1: exactly this and at the very worst you've got an if you cast Ku sith for free you essentially can get another kai if you've got iridia in your break zone already you can just get it right back and just keep you know what i mean like there's a lot of recycling there and yeah plus it's the that, earth
0: forward so you know it's all the yeah yeah well the two
1: drops so the fin i'll say the fin implications alone make her worth it and mm-hmm. i was even saying like if you play her like earth earth ice or earth water earth water specifically like with a category four uh focus the turn you play her you can have six counters on her like immediately
0: easily easily yeah the water has two uh, earth water has two tutors for this card yes so yeah it's just um uh this is i love this card and Mm -hmm. because i'm a big summoner kind of guy I don't know why it has the first line of text where it just is. Uh, it's got if it's dealt damage, it becomes zero instead. Um, God knows because then you have to cast hard removal on this two CP thing. That's probably so gonna, you're
1: already coming out on a plus.
0: Yeah, it's probably just gonna cast the thing for free in response anyway. And yeah, I yep. don't, I don't know, man. Um, what I was saying to people is my favorite card in the game is Garnet Legend, mm-hmm. and this literally feels like what Garnet. This is like new Garnet. This is what she would have to yeah. be to be good right now, right? She mm-hmm. still has evasion against... Back then, Garnet's evasion was against the most relevant kinds of removal, and now it's not, mm-hmm. right? But this Rydia's evasion is against the most relevant kinds of removal. It's not even if it's chosen, like, it, you know, can't take... It's just any board-wide stuff still hits it, and mm-hmm. it's five, Uh, but it, you know, it gets through it. It gets It, it yep. protects itself from freaking everything. I don't get it. This card seems insane i don't know how this card's not good it seems like it's an immediate inclusion in anything that can play it you can yeah. just play yang and ursula as two four characters and you're already popping off so this thing yep. just seems fine in monks just like mm-hmm. the other guy i don't know this card's great
1: yeah i love it absolutely love it um and we'll see what people start to do with it um you definitely a must get. It
0: in and you can bring in three Archfiends and just put it right to six
1: yeah, and then you're just like, "Oh, I'll just cast whatever." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty good. God. Pretty pretty good. Um So that's all the spoilers we have, John, but they did show us
0: um a couple other things. Um The Barts is kind we... of a spoiler.
1: Yeah, I get. Well, yeah. I well, I think this Barts was in the uh was in the Card Gamer magazine.
0: Oh, was he? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. We just see uh we see him fully here. Oh, yeah, cuz we talked about his his dual job. Uh, yep. that he's like warrior of light and whatever the hell, free yep but Freemason or whatever his freelancer, right. freelancer.
1: Um, no, he's a wanderer. He's yeah, a wanderer, wanderer. There it is. Yeah, he's a wanderer. yeah I'm the wanderer. But um, he um, but no. he's the he is the pre-release promo yes. in the um Crystal Dominion pre-release kit.
0: Yeah, and also so... we get this uh this Furian that is going to be a card in the set. We get him as yep. sleeves, which is pretty. Those
1: sick. sleeves are sick. Yeah.
0: Rich I'm, super Rich, I'm looking sick. at you. He's gonna love these sleeves. Oh man, yeah, I love
1: that Furion art. Uh, really, almost kind of cell shaded anime style. So nine packs, uh, Furion sleeves, and a full art. I look. Bart's looks like he's just ready to fucking boogie with Boko. Right? Dude, like they're he's dancing. Just ready to you fucking. The
0: music is going, and yeah, they're they are at a wedding, dude. dude. Boko's his wedding date, and they're just chilling. That's right. So yeah, that's that'll be good.
1: Um, I know uh, pre release is supposed to be what November.
0: Yeah, it's November, all right. It's uh, November twentieth. Question mark. I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: So a little over a month away, and that's all right because John, under, you know what? Dude, under.
0: Isn't yeah, actually, <laughs> you're. You're.
1: It's the tw- It's the twenty fourth yeah. already.
0: Yeah. F. The twentieth of November is the um is the pre release. Yeah. My
1: goodness. But John, that's not the only thing happening in November. We got our next uh our next uh promo. I guess organized play promo. Mm-hmm. Um, we have full art, North Stalin. What Brilliant, beautiful. Pick. Yes, absolutely. Because this card is still fucking insane.
0: Yeah, one of the best backups in the game. Absolutely, because of it. Yeah, number... I would, I would
1: dare say, pound for pound, it's probably the best backup in the game. True. If I was, if I had to like only pick one, it'd be hard for me to pick the only one I could even Shantodo, think I would have to would think, either be dude. well, Chantoto or Star Sybil, mm-hmm. just because of the implications. But North Stalin is definitely like
0: an elite company. Because of the implication. Yeah, um, honestly, it's either, like, if I'm thinking best backup, I think Chantoto, just because of its unique, like, it just is, mm-hmm. it, yeah, one of the most powerful effects in the game and relevant to this day. Mm-hmm. But um, otherwise, if it's not her... You don't hate somebody saying Norstalin's up there. Yeah, no, dude, if it's not her, it's literally Norstalen, Sarah, or yeah. Starcivil, and all for the same reasons. A yep. disgusting number of search targets in every color, and they're all good cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah insane so yeah beautiful full art and i love the whatever this kind of
1: florally extension down at the like. i don't know man like i i was not expecting there to be that much more on the card you yeah know I mean? well this
0: whole art is from like a thing where they're all together mm-hmm. and it's pulled right out of the art and like that background that we see that like soft color that's not there like that mm-hmm. kind of like brushed painted background yeah um like... but like this is just more of the art from that Thing and it's just really yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, You don't realize all that stuff's hiding behind the text box, you know.
1: Absolutely, and you know, and I think one of the things that when people like the Final Fantasy IP, the the love for the art is definitely it's part of that. It's hard to separate one from the other.
0: Which is why the starter deck looks like such shit.
1: I know, and which is a hell
0: of a segue, John, because the last
1: piece of news we have is the um, well, the starter deck came out this weekend and it's making waves. It's it's a good product.
0: Yeah, um, I will say that both of the decks are just good out of the box. Like, mm-hmm. um, because the decks include the full set of Synergy. Does that make yes. sense? Like mm-hmm. A lot of other starters, you'll have like cards that are good and they put things that work well with them in there. But it's like, mm-hmm. um, if you wanted to opt into the Legend Rufus, which is totally a fair thing to opt into, but like mm-hmm. you don't have to because this comes with a Rufus, right? And it yeah. comes with... I guess the only thing it doesn't come with is uh is Elena. You actually can't turn on. Oh no, she comes in the starter though, right? Yeah. Oh, they they put they put they, put, the a, they put Elena in the they starter. They definitely put her awesome. in the starter. Yeah, yeah. So so obviously you can do the Turk thing out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, the Avalanche deck where you can mm-hmm. just do the full Avalanche party synergies out of the box. The Cloud works with all of them, and mm-hmm. he's right there. Obviously you're gonna want to put in the legend Barret and the Tifa yeah. from the set. And if you're playing the Ice Lightning, you wanna put in the legend Alcid and the Heroes Aromas from the set. But I mean that's exactly it right there, right? Is it's like mm-hmm. there's two dual element cards that are in the set that are designed to be upgrades for these decks. We've talked about Absolutely. how these decks were maybe timed a little a little incorrectly. They were supposed to come out a little bit earlier. Um mm-hmm. And you can definitely feel it because those cards just snap right into these lists like they're, you know, like an accessory meant to go together. You get your little, your little upgrade kit. And, yeah, they're they're insane. I mean, I played Shinra, or sorry, I played Avalanche. Shinra at, did nothing wrong. Yeah, okay, Shinra did nothing wrong. I did play Shinra at Locals too, but in the actual local event yesterday, I played Avalanche. Um, I mentioned it kind of <laughs> quick at the opener, but yeah, I only, I, I lost to like... Also, Chocobuz is just a very good deck, but I think mm-hmm. the Avalanche has a lot of legs against it, and I I totally messed up being a big dumb in my opening play <laughs> and played Cloud without an Avalanche operative forward on oh, the field. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's a really solid deck. I mean, two of the games I played were like mirror matches. <laughs> we're both trying to do the same, like, just Avalanche stuff. Uh, Because, mm-hmm. Chris, when you start party attacking with these guys, dude, you're triggering all of their party abilities, and they're so oh, yes. so so easy to get on the board with uh you know with the new barrett and and they're all like one drop yeah they all become one drops so you have you have the new barrett who just lets you trade any card from your hand for any of the guys who are in your discard pile so yep. that you just keep bringing them back and then you play them all for one and then they all have haste you're like all right well i'll go to combat and they're like oh crap i gotta do something uh, about this right now because then you party with one of them and you're like draw a card search my deck for cloud break a character four or more that you have that's dull <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. All right, now this attack's coming through. Yeah, and by the way, they yep. can't be broken.
1: Yeah, by the way,
0: <sighs> yeah, it's just wild. I mean, uh, me and Bo Joe were really excited to play with these cards, and in the very first game that we were jamming against each other, us and everybody mm-hmm. who was hanging out, kind of like watching the game, we were all just like, mm-hmm. "Oh." <laughs> Oh, yep. wow. Because you look at the Avalanche guys and you think, well, how, you know, oh, it's got to be a party with two of the Avalanche operatives. Like, how easy is that going to be to pull off? Well, it turns out easier than any other party attack deck I've ever played because we yes. all get haste and they all you can get them all back in your hands so easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really <clears throat> cool deck. It's really fun. And again, like I said, minimal upgrades. And those cards are all cheap because they were garbage until the starter came out. So yep. you can get the Barret for... for uh, he's also a box topper. So... Yep. Yeah, you can get him for real cheap, and um, they're so fun. I think these decks are going to be things people are experimenting with a lot for the next two or three weeks. Because also five fifty seven, man, is just popular. Exactly, and, and I, I know
1: for a fact. I'm, you know, we talked about this on a couple casts where like I'm really excited to mess with the Turk stuff. I'm, I don't know how excited I am about the ice half of it. Obviously, Alcid and Zeromas, uh mm-hmm. Zeromas are two very, very solid. Reasons to go into that color combination, right? Like just the implication of Alcid in the Sang and the mm-hmm. Reno or Rude or whatever, you know, feels pretty good. But I know I do genuinely like the mono lightning side of it. I'm, I love the old Rufus. I love, I still love the Rude backup, but this new Rude is a very, very strong argument to play it, given all your guys brave and, you know, because being able to go fast and have defense is something that you don't want to overlook. Yeah.
0: Also the Turks end up being like 11 K plus first strikers. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You've got to get through this. So like, I think it's really, really cool. And then, you know, just the, just the search change, the Shinra into Rufus into Sang into somebody, you know what I mean? Like the, the deck has really efficient search chains, which I really like. And of course, you know, I want to supplement all that with like the King's stuff that I really like playing. Like, so I, I'm I'm tinkering around with a mono list. Um, I I'm not brave enough to go into the ice side of it yet, mm-hmm. but I do think like because if you resolve that Rufus, you kind of just win on the spot. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if that thing resolves, with I mean obviously yes, it dies to Ami. Of course it does. What fucking doesn't die to Ami? But like, yeah. you gotta have it. More than you gotta Mist fucking dragon. have it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have it. Yeah, I mean if you it's all that it's... you're winning.
0: Yeah, it's exactly the kind of, like, YOLO, do you have it thing, win condition, that one of these types of decks needs. Like, the Ice Lightning it is always like that, right? Ice Lightning mm-hmm. is beat them before they have it. And it can, the deck can do that
1: very easily. Now, I, the only thing I think the deck is lacking are ways to damage yourself to get to that damage five threshold. Yeah, it's really and just I
0: think the Kuja, the dark Kuja, Knight and the fucking Dark, dark Knight dude. standard. Did dude. you <laughs> like that, dude? I found him. I found him, and I was like, I can't believe this was. This was like, it's not even part of the card. It's like that's what they think they had to do to make him one thousand power over curve. It's oh <laughs> just wild. I don't know, dude. And that's the card, John. That's that's the catalyst. That's the missing piece. There he is, dude. Next you see me playing him on Saturday, I'm like, "Actually, Chris, turns out uh, this It Turns out this
1: was the missing link. <laughs> no, but that's cool, man. I know I'll be getting uh when I'm coming down to visit you uh this weekend coming up. Jam some locals with the that's boys. Right. Um, I have I'll your deck probably...
0: right here waiting for you, dude. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Do you take How would you prefer? Cash check, money order, John? What do you prefer?
0: I'll <laughs> take a couple packs. You know of, uh, of your choice. No, there you uh, it's go. whatever, dude. We'll figure it out when we're down here. But um, indeed, you know, man, it's just it's gonna be fun to see you guys. I know that you know Adam, the innovator himself, hasn't played in a bit, but the five face seven cards, man. And, and I'll tell you what, these five face seven cards—they're easy to understand, bro. They might they yes. might have a lot going on. <laughs> there might be a lot to execute, but you look at them and it goes, "What do I want? Oh, I want all four Turks on the table. Okay, well, <laughs> I can do that. No well, shit, I know I know how to read." I can mm-hmm. do that. Well, maybe I don't know how to read because I can't play cloud correctly. But you know, oof, yeah. But oof, but it's oof, um, yeah. If you can't make fun of yourself for that. What can you do? Oh, uh, of course, dude. That's the only way I'm going to mentally survive that mistake. Because we all know card gamers don't read cards. Yeah, um, I like to
1: think you played that, and then you heard Alex Hancock's going, "Oh shit, man! Oh, oh no! Oh
0: no! Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's tough but no man that's uh, I'm excited for that I'm excited for that upcoming this weekend mm-hmm. um, because Chris, after my last weekend I just exactly. have a, I just have a taste man and you know how it is I need oh, more yeah. you, you got dude you, you've had first
1: hits free and I'm you hungry just need to get some more yeah and with that being said John we're going to go right into our main topic which is I'm really excited to talk about this because I was very much a a spectator and only got to see a little bit. And of course, I'm talking about the haunted hotel event that Gregory Cole and the light so graciously put on. This was practically nationals, right? So, and top eight while, or top, even top 16, rather, you know, the, the, I'm going to preface all that with this, John, if you look at all of the results from like master's tournaments, if you look at other, you know, events like this, the, they're saturated with these Doga decks. The, you know, of course, we said that was the hangover from the last set. That was the the deck that was coming up near the end, and like, all oh, this shit's really powerful. Turns out this set just kind of kept it there.
0: Yeah, Japan um, Japan was working on this Doga deck at the end of mm-hmm. the last set, and it was really, really good. And we were like, huh, well, I hope this isn't something we have to deal with for too long. And then uh, Moshiri just put it over the yeah. top. Absolutely. So that deck was still
1: a very real thing, and you're seeing it in a lot of. Uh, again, look at any tournament on FF decks; they're all it's all over the place. Look at local stuff. Not student, winning, man. yeah. Even yeah, even local stuff, man. Like it's it's the deck. It is the deck to beat, the gatekeeper. But it's also the deck that you could take it to a tournament and probably do reasonably well without a lot of reps on it. It's just that good. Like the the synergies are just there.
0: Now here's the thing, Chris, and here's uh-huh. the thing that I think we were even saying it on the last episode of the cast. I certainly uh-huh. have been saying it on my stream. Um when something is that much of uh just like a, a force, right? Like uh let's say uh-huh. turbo, right? When something is just that high of a percentage of what is up, what people are playing, when it's that hot. Uh-huh. Um it's predictable, man. You know, yep. you know, you're gonna run into it. So you're more rewarded for going out of your way to play something that's good against it than you normally would be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, uh, people said, "Do you really think there's something out there that's that's really good against this, and that people just haven't played it yet?" And I was like, "No, I think that if I knew what was good against this, I wouldn't be playing it, and <laughs> yet mm-hmm. I would be waiting for something." That was worth, like, you know, where I would be rewarded for this knowledge, like a prize that's worth it, right? Like an event. Yep. Um, and well, Chris, there was a deck that nobody was talking about before this weekend, and it sure yep. sure plowed through some of those Doga lists, um... which is
1: so funny because this deck popped up in a couple masters events before this mm-hmm. haunted hotel. Yep. And it's like, okay, maybe maybe they're onto something, and then. It's just something that looks like it just got refined, and some of the the, the fat was trimmed off of it. You, know, uh-huh, you know, pun intended. You know. So yeah, it's, uh,
0: it is chocobos, man. It is the birds. The bird was mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. word last weekend. Um, <laughs> the birds
1: are back in town. Yeah.
0: So talking to John Jonathan Smith is the guy who mm-hmm. won. Congratulations! Is, uh, yes, by congratulations by to Jonathan. Awesome guy. Uh, jams mm-hmm. in the online events um, with us in the RBA. He was a Seattle local. Has now mm-hmm. moved to Alaska. Oh nice. Dude flew out of Anchorage to come down to the event. That's <laughs> wild. Nice. I've never heard such a thing. Um never in all my years, Chris. <laughs>
1: never in all my years.
0: But uh yeah, so he came down um and what that was kind of cool cuz I was doing commentary with Viridian who's mm-hmm. uh, also a Seattle local, so he was like very excited about how well his friend was doing all day. Uh because this guy was plowing all day long, dude. He was uh first seed in Swiss at mm-hmm. the end of day 1. Um, and then in day two, basically you just have a series of killer, like the, the NA Worlds team basically have to play this guy all the way through top 16. They're just like, please don't put me on stream with, against the Chocobos because they're just, they know exactly what's going to happen, dude. These birds are getting under everybody. The deck... so I'm
1: glad you said that. I, not, not, I don't want to cut you off before I uh, forget this. I, you know, I do my podcast with Cody mm-hmm. and of course I was asking him how everything was and <laughs> they were talking when they got to top 16, everyone was kind of like, hey, do we want to just split and just split the cash and just play for the prizes? Mm-hmm. Um, one person was like, nope, and that was KP. There KP had to play against Chokabos in top 16, and Cody was like, that motherfucker, as soon as he said nope, he, he said he took the swiftest 2-0 he had seen all tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and Cody
0: was just like pissed. Dude, that was, um, yeah, they split top eight. Cast. yes exactly
1: yeah. that's why cody was so pissed yeah, yeah, yeah he was like god damn it
0: it was pretty funny but yeah it was um <laughs> it was one of those things where you know the chocobos guy uh just he just had a deck that worked really well in his dogo when i was talking to him in one of the interviews he said that mm-hmm. he has a friend that always plays chocobos and that's just one of those decks right chocobos dragoon yeah. Samurai. it gets updated every set with whatever the new pieces are because you've got one guy locally who likes it and he just wants to see if it still works yep So he said that he had built a version of it for his friend with new cards that he Mm -hmm. thought would be, like, you know, a best version of the deck. And then after playing it a few times, it's just like, holy shit. So he goes on Octagon. He said to me he played about 20 or so games before he was like, okay, I need to put this on the shelf, like, until there's an event. I can't show people this deck. And then he said he saw that other people in Japan were, like, playing it. (laughs) And he's like, no, 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 stop. <laughs> uh, we had seen Joe play it uh, earlier in the set, just because Joe is all, one of those people. He always tries the Chocobo deck, right? Yep. But it's I in think, his namesake. yeah, but I think you can see where Jonathan refined it. Is he really mm-hmm. honed in on that Chocobos is the best Stern deck in the format, and the best Bismarck. and the best Bismarck deck? Yeah. So I'm going to eat some crow here because same. I literally yeah. said out loud. I said. I will, I go, if Bismarck wins this event, I'll become a fan of Bismarck. And same, I was asked at dinner, same. I was asked, I'm multiple people, shitting grins on their faces. John, are you a fan of Bismarck now? And I said, in that deck. Absolutely. Yes. 100, 100 yeah. is the I'm sold. fucking. It's I'm what makes it in, work. In Chocobos, I'm sold. Yep. Yeah, because Chocobos swarms the field with all these spammable forwards, right? <laughs> And now it has this removal that mm-hmm. it didn't have before. Chocobos also plays three Stern because it is such a strong Stern deck. It is... Yep, because it's that, like 40 forwards. That card is so wild for Chocobos because it's not just 40 forwards, Chris. And that's always mm-hmm. what we hone in on on the Mashery and the Stern. We thought the discount was going to be the biggest part of the card, and then it turns out the action oh, abilities the were just disgusting, right? Yeah. But then... When it comes to Chocobos, it actually goes back to wait, hold on, reread that first ability on Stern. Mm-hmm. Stern transforms the Chocobos deck with that ability by mm-hmm. making all of those three drop cards cost two. Chocobo Knight, the haste chocobos, the chocobo oh. that hastes another guy. It makes that whole deck insane because it's just pitch a card, play a card. It mm-hmm. turns the whole deck upside down. The fact that all of those cards, the Chocobo that cheats another Chocobo into play, he costs two. Everything mm-hmm. costs two now. Fucking Bismarck costs four. That's enormous for that deck. And then, and then the fact that Bismarck is just gonna bounce
1: that Chocobo Addie. back yep. to your hand, so you draw. Fucking, you're drawing like seven cards a turn. Mm-hmm. Is what is what that combo says.
0: Yeah, and, and like Chocobo Knight goes from being like a pretty high risk play. You're just uh-huh. a better Izana, right? It literally just becomes an Izana that can potentially get you, like, put that Fat Chocobo into play. So then also, the Chocobo Knight, now that you're doing Bismarck stuff, right? If Chocobo uh-huh. Knight uh, sits on the table and Bismarck bounces Fat Chocobo back to your hand, you play your whole next turn out and you go to their turn, and then during their turn, you just put the Fat Chocobo back into play with, oh, <laughs> with the Chocobo Knight. Yeah, it, it's um, it's an absurd deck. Right, and it's one of those things where everybody everybody knows what beats chocobos, right, Chris? What's always beating chocobos? People joke about KFC, right? Oh, cooked Oh, cook man. Those oh birds. yeah, fucking fire, fucking fire, fire. of course. Well, uh, turns out the other deck that was in top cut was mono fire, and I said even in chat, I go, wow, mono fire's got to have a pretty good matchup here, and man, the only person who <laughs> Who I knew. maybe would have listened to in the moment. Like, uh, snap, I, I immediately am like, oh, I should respect this opinion. Nick Schnell just posts in the comments, I really wish that I could say it was going to go that way, but Stern just beats the Fire Deck.
1: <laughs> Stern just says, how about fuck that?
0: And it turns out, yep, it sure does. And and the Trouble Bowl deck, this list was playing three Sterns and a Spiritist. That's how important Stern yep. was. And yeah, uh, all the board wipes, all the removal, it turns out, plus 4K, uh, repeatable, Huge. spammable plus 4K buff to your entire board, really, really messes it up. So yep. David... Because
1: once, uh, once those birds are in the break zone, they don't fucking matter anymore.
0: Exactly. Like, there's exactly. no recursion.
1: You don't give a shit. You, you want to load up the BZ with the KFC. Yeah,
0: and you will be. Uh, by the end yeah. of like the first turn, you'll already have like two activations online. You know, mm-hmm. And um, that's the thing. His opponent, TCG Tacos, David Melendez, another awesome guy. I really love that he... So he's got this whole series called New Game Plus where he started mm-hmm. with like a starter deck and he's been slowly upgrading it over time. Mm-hmm. And that's the deck that he played. Like literally his deck list was called New Game Plus Finale.
1: That's awesome. And
0: so like there's a fucking documentary <laughs> on this guy making this deck choice for this event, you know what I mean? Like and working on the deck. Um it's a pretty like standard mono fire build, but it's really fine tuned. And he's been playing it a lot and practicing it a lot you know, basically religiously playing this one deck and doing content about it. Um, mm-hmm. and it paid off. I mean, he he smashed through three different doga decks in top cut to get to chocobos in the finals. And the chocobos in the finals and him they had a really good best of three. Yeah, it was know? a great match. It was really, I thought it was going to go a lot faster than it did. It was a really good the room, Chris was. Like, so quiet. Everybody was it, so tense watching these games. We had, like... There was not only a big crowd around the table, but there was a huge crowd around the commentator booth so that they could see what we were seeing on the screen, you know? <laughs> like, watch the game. Dude, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, dude, it, it was really cool. And so, big congratulations to both of those guys. I mean, Jonathan taking it with Chocobo's was, was brilliant. The Chocobo's deck getting right underneath all the Doga and the other players and, and just kind of laughing about... Um, I, I think it's really... It's a really funny little TCG story that this isn't even the first time this has happened, that everybody complains about how one deck is just too good and there's nothing we can mm-hmm. do about it and the meta is solved and this and that, and then somebody takes a $20 Chocobo deck and wins an event.
1: Yeah. Shit, dude, one copy of Bismarck it costs more than the rest of the deck.
0: Yeah, I mean, this happens in you... what, the Ultros Cup, right? Yep, the $5 birds, baby. Ultros Cup is like, okay, man, uh, you know, Marsh Ritz BFA, what else could it be? Or whatever it nope. was at the time, I don't even remember. It was it was Mar- it was Marsh Ritz. Yeah, it's like, what well, could it be? You know, this is gonna be nuts. Here it comes, and then nope. It's just uh Wark. Yep. So,
1: yeah,
0: I mean and and uh it's just a good deck right now. And that's exactly it, dude. If there were more events, I think we would have mm-hmm. Jonathan would have brought that out earlier. Right? Yep. And then people would have been working on taking care of Doing something about that, and and that's just what happens. That's a healthy meta when there are events. That's how things evolve. And yep. I just think um, with the lack of events, we were missing those like those really big meta evolutions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just small innovations here and there. And I think that now with you know for the next few weeks, like I said, people will just be trying a lot of the FF seven stuff. But then Absolutely. in November, I mean, we basically have at least a regular schedule of community events. I mean, we're already mm-hmm. looking at the next uh, community event in kind of February at the latest, being the um, Bahamut Brawl. And we're actually looking to organize something at least Winnebox size in December, uh, probably like three weeks after the set comes out down here. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man. I well, mean, I'll be there for that. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, people are just getting back into it. And um, it's awesome, man. Like, nothing, nothing feels quite like those events i mean i guess i could just talk about the event in general now other than just the one but um it was like it was at the la hilton Mm -hmm. it was just nats man it was just that was it i mean you know we showed up um alex and i alex fellow returner showed up friday night and we walk into the lobby and there they are man you know how it is they're just in the hilton lobby just jamming they're jamming games, hanging out man and we hear the commotion from the second floor so you know you go to the second floor and you go to that like uh that like right behind Mm -hmm. the lobby you know where the big table is uh and they were playing dude there was poker games going all weekend like they were just playing poker uh you know with chip like with buy in straight up poker uh until like 12 (laughs) midnight when they get kicked (laughs) out um yeah dude we were cubing up there there were a bunch of people who brought cubes which is really cool because i i feel like nobody's brought a cube in the past uh at least it didn't seem like something that was available right so that was awesome like uh i know that we got to cube with jeff uh lostly for a bit that was really cool it was uh really nice to meet these people who now chris again remember we're like two years into this fucking pandemic thing and
1: and it's so hard to just wrap my mind around that.
0: like the people who i've been interacting with for two years it's almost hard to remember that like i haven't actually spent time with some of them in in real life (laughs) before (laughs) like um these people have been helping me run my events they've been Mm -hmm. like doing things with me online they've been participating in my events they've been in all the tournaments that i've been commentating like we've been talking and and hanging out and people like viridian and jeff and a lot of the other guys from like the discords and stuff it's like i've been spending more and more time with these people and i've actually only like just been in the room with them right i don't know them Uh um so that was really neat too. And of course like rainy and some of the other people who are newer to the community, they got to go to like their first event because there haven't been any big events. That's so awesome. Um, Yeah. And it really was, it was just a straight up, you know, I go down to uh, the ballroom the night before rice is there, (laughs) dude, Hell yeah. that rice freaking, not freaking out, but he's just sitting there going, Oh my God, man, this is going to be a whole thing tomorrow. It's going to be tough. I, I don't know if we're like organized enough. I don't know if we're ready enough. And I'm just like, Hey man, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be us and 50 of our closest friends here with our cards. Like, Just hanging the So, fuck out. how bad could it possibly go? You know, like, like yep. it's still going to be a good time. And then it turns out, Chris, it was one of the smoothest run events I've ever been to. No repairs, Beautiful. nothing weird at all with pairings either day. Complete smooth event. We started the event at, like, 10-ish in the morning. Chris, before mm-hmm. 4.30, we were done both days. We got out and it was like the afternoon, dude. The sun was shining. We had time to make dinner reservations. Like it was it was wild. Dude, these it was so fast. And so there was a lot of time for like just more hanging out, more like just cubing, jamming, drinking, you know, doing all the all the fun stuff. Um I was happy to spend some time with uh with your with cody of course Uh, we everybody jokes about our our coffees because i saw cody walking around with a coffee cup and i literally thought because it's like 9 p.m i'm like oh this man's just having like oh it's full of bacardi yeah he's having he's having a little cuppa right he's just getting some energy up and then i see him open his coffee cup and reach into like this bag he has with him and just take out this lemon bacardi and just pour it into the fucking knew it and i was like oh man hey can i get some coffee and so now Cody, Cody and I just walked around with coffee cups with Eliza <laughs> taking some sips. And there was, like, multiple pictures you could see of us just walking the halls with, like, <laughs> with like coffee cups in hand. Um, oh, man. That was another cool thing is Rainy. Uh, so I'm used to this from, like, Pokemon. There's, like, mm-hmm. dads or people who are, like, big photographers, and they just take pictures mm-hmm. through the whole event. Um, Rainy was running around taking pictures of the event, and it was so cool because we never have pictures like that of any of these things, right? Just... Really, just like the memories kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And so I, I, don't know if you got to look at any of those, but I imagine that'd be pretty cool if I wasn't there to actually get to see, like, everything that was going on. For me, that was there. It's awesome to have all those like memories. You could see we had tons of people like cosplaying and all this kinds of stuff that was cool. Like mm-hmm. Joe's wife was in like a perfect Jesse cosplay, oh, and that's then awesome. um, Rainy had this like, like literally picture perfect Yuffie cosplay of her in uh, the remake with like the the cloak the moogle cloak mm-hmm. so that That's was actually so, really cool yeah dude it was nuts There was a lot of other people dressed up but um it was just that vibe man it was so fun you know we sat down to do the commentary viridian was an excellent co-commentator i don't know if you got to watch much of the stream um oh, the
1: only i got to see a little bit of top cut um and i did get to watch the finals
0: yeah so we had a great time doing commentary yeah, y'all it,
1: sounded great by the way absolutely
0: I mean, I you know that I wish I had my my number one detective partner in crime, but hey, I
1: definitely wish I was there. There's I a lot of times,
0: definitely do. yeah, I know. I'm sorry. in the end the FOMO, I know is strong. Um, and uh, you had stuff to do, man. So you know, it it's, is. Uh, it happens. That's why we just have to have another one soon. Oh, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it was like you know how nice it is when you have a. I mean, I, hopefully you know how nice it is when you have a oh, commentator who's with you, who is pretty yes, good and, do, and easy actually. to bounce off of. Um. Yeah, it was just it made my life so much easier to have uh somebody who knew the game really well and was also somebody who I got along with so well. Um I think that it was pretty brainless. The only reason I didn't want to do it all day, day two, is because I just also really wanted to play FFTCG with all these people, Chris. So I was yeah, gunslinging why a whole bunch there. on day two. Um I mm-hmm. was actually gunslinging with Sky Pirates and Mono Water Ultros. Uh wow. to be, you know, on theme. Uh on my returners, Ultros mat. With my Returners Ultra deck box that uh year, you Life know First I love that. Me. And uh, I actually had a lot of. I had a couple people be like, "Is this list anymore? <laughs> I And like Brian Berkeley took over for me after I went back to do some more commentary, and he just comes back to me to give me my decks afterwards, and he goes, "Dude, this Ultra deck is so fun." Nice. <laughs> so yeah, you know, we were having a good time. Um, you know, seeing everybody, dinner with everybody is always great, and the event. Um, I think everybody really enjoyed it. I don't think there were any bad beats. You know, there's no, like, uh, like KP put out a KP Talks and it was just about his deck and how good the event was. So, you know, that's when you know you did a good job. That's exactly. (laughs) When KP doesn't uh, doesn't have his list of criticisms. Yeah. Um, Love that. So, yeah, all in all, man, um, it was great. I think the only thing would be maybe staff, we could have had a few more staff. I mean, the people that we had did a great job, but they also worked their ass off. You know, thankfully mm-hmm. Rainey volunteered to help. It was like White Mage had one other judge and Rice had one staff member. Oh, wow. So there weren't really breaks for anybody. It was just like, you know, go, it's your job, you're on. But because, like I said, everything was so efficient and so quick, it didn't make that so bad. But if it had been a longer day, that could have been a headache. And also if there had been just like more judge calls or issues with players, I think that... Mm-hmm that could have been more of a headache but white mage did a great job as a head judge um when we would get off of the commentary round and like kind of go on break for a little bit i would just walk the tables mm-hmm. and i would help pick up like slips or anything like that um just to kind of help these guys out and it was no, just a, there was a like a clear sense of like everybody just wanted to do whatever they needed to do to help make this work like and that's really how all the community events have felt right like since we've had to start taking over for square basically Um, yeah no absolutely there's this sense of like hey we have to do it or it won't happen so let's do it what do i need to do to help like how could we do it right and um i would love to run another event with those guys everybody we we really one of the smoothest run things so i think you'll be seeing something soon i imagine i know that greg um was just really excited to to run another one and, you know, I don't want to get into too much of the uh, the specifics of, like, you know, hanging out with everybody and doing all that stuff because we could be here all day and I could just make you more and more upset you weren't there. No, uh, not, not at I'm all, man. <laughs> but, no, uh, I, de-
1: I definitely felt that because I got a lot of messages all day long. Dude, like, the man, we wish you were here. We wish you did, were here. Dude, let Oki me tell you. Even was like, man, wish you were here. It, just, it was tough. There was, was a lot of love, hear.
0: man. People were all, where's Chris, man? Oh, man, Chris couldn't come. And you know what's funny? Like I said, a lot of those people who, um like the newer people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they see my damn face all over the place, you know, because mm-hmm. they, I do the stream, but they're just like, all I know about Chris is he's just a really funny voice. <laughs> <And> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, trust me, he's worth meeting. <laughs> He'll be here. He he wishes he was here. Um, they, yeah, lots of love for you always, man, in the cast and, and, um, people, people are excited to, to see you get out to an event, man. So
1: yeah, I'm very excited. They're waiting for you. So. Just know. That's right, and it was, uh, I mean, again, it looks like just from what I saw, the breakdown, because I know I was picking your brain, like, oh, well, you know, what's in the top 16? What's their top 8? Very diverse. Eight? I know.
0: Very diverse room in general. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Absolutely. I expected there to be more Doga.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had five of them in top 16, which is still, I mean, the most represented deck,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but do you look at those players? Yeah. I think the, I mean, like, yeah, those guys were in there, but I think... What's more indicative of the deck being like this, like, oh, this is this big, crazy problem to me, would be uh-huh. if there's, like, a lot of people who don't always top-cut, who yeah. who are, like, getting through with Doga. Um, like, and that's yeah, the, not the, to throw shade at any of those people, great... it's just that, like, I think Chocobo Joe can get in the top-16 playing literally anything. Oh, absolutely. Right? Um, and so it's, like, when you look at some of the people who are on Doga, out of those, it's, like, uh, Kelly Thatcher is a, a, one mm-hmm. of the killers from California. You have... Uh-huh. Joe who's just insane McGinty crazy strong mm-hmm. players so yeah I think that um Doga did not do as much heavy lifting for players as maybe everybody thought it would absolutely and then
1: um again you know the from what I know about top 16 you know you had KP you had Cody Irving Diaz making top eight like just some you know Oki was there in top eight so like you had you know someone who's not too terribly familiar with a lot of the new blood. I mean, I know some of the names just from, you know, talking to you and mm-hmm. whenever I catch the weeklies, but like you still have, just a room full of killers and you have like Brian Berkeley on the bubble, which by the way, shout outs to Oakley, uh, Oakley, <laughs> Oki and Oki and Berkeley for uh, having the, the Don Schreiber and uh, Ritz Abrams Dude, names. Uh, that was so funny. Moi. Thank you.
0: That was so funny, because somebody called for Don Schreiber at one point, and I was like, like huh? what? And they're like, no, 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 uh, at his match. I was like, wait, his match? Oh, yeah, so he's playing Don, as Don Schreiber. That's, That's fucking too awesome. Yeah, guys, so we uh... know
1: when the RVA Returners movie comes out who is going to be playing us.
0: So, perfect. <laughs> perfect, dude. Excellent. Ugh. But, yeah, man, I, I don't... mean, uh, we missed you a lot, but... It was just a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it again. Um, Absolutely. And again, I was impressed with just the way players behaved. Everybody respected uh-huh. mask mandate. Everybody respected Beautiful. you know sanitizing their play area after they were done. We left the space clean at the end of the day. Um, everybody was respectful and kind of staffing each other. We had three deck check problems going into day two, but they were all uh-huh. you know we, we handled them. Uh, we just followed precedent, handed them the way that they've been handled in the past, the things like Crystal Cups and such, and, and players didn't yep. really take any issue with any of that stuff. So that's always good because that's a, that's a prime target for just, like, complaining and a big headache and a, and a long round Facebook-type stuff. So, um, Yeah, all in all, massive success. Huge shout-out to Greg and The Light for organizing Absolutely. this, for getting that space. So cool that we were able to do that in not just a hotel, not just a ballroom, but that hotel. Mm-hmm it's really cool um shout out to rice and white mage and rainy and uh nate perez and everybody who was like staffing who was helping out with that um and my co-hosts of course brian berkeley and beridian um it was just a just a great event love nothing to hear but it. nice things to say
1: now that's absolutely perfect i love to hear that and that's uh down. That's about all I've got for this week. Um, it was just really nice to see, and just to hear about just another quality event taking place. You know, we had that. We had um reunion four over at uh you know Legendary Wolf Games. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just good to see the community is still hungry and they're still ready to get back in and play and it's where the chance for consistent events is coming it's yeah. coming and i'm so excited for it and clearly everybody else is also
0: yeah so, i mean um as far as what i know that's pluses. coming it's all plus that's right it's all plus yeah. ultra
1: that's right
0: the um they know that the zanarkand event like that big online event that rainy held i know that there's yeah. a second zanarkand in the works hell yeah uh like soon I know that Greg wants to do another event earlier next year. I know that uh-huh. the reunion guys are trying to do more frequent events. And I also uh-huh. know that uh Bahamut Brawl is in February in Chicago. Bahamut Brawl, the pricing looks sick. They have like a signed, a monolithograph, a bunch of those reunion kits, uh product. They're putting this like they're like three D printing this giant like Bahamut head, like a dragon head and like mounting it. Uh, all kinds. So are of we going shit. to
1: Chicago, John? Oh, Chicago. I,
0: I, I already am locked in, bro. So yeah, me and Alex are are locked in. So locked please come on, it. let's go. It's in February. When? Oh shit! We'll uh, go over the deets. Link,
1: can you link me the info? Yeah, yeah. We'll can, go over, can, over can, the, deets, the
0: deets, dude. Let me tell you, I looked at flights, and they mm-hmm. were wildly inexpensive. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fly to Chicago.
0: Yeah, dude. I'll talk to you because we're we actually have uh. We're not quite flying to Chicago. We're like doing some other stuff. I'll let you know what's all what's all up with oh, that. But yeah, it's okay. gonna be. Um, it should be a good time. Yeah, well, of course we'll loop you in, brother.
1: Well, my jeans are tight. Thinking about oh, it, best
0: genist. That's <laughs> Damn, right, dude. My, that's the only card I'm missing. I wish that, that he'll be in the next set. set. He, he has to be Him able. and
1: he fucking. I need that denim
0: power. That's my. That's my main already. I already know. That's
1: my <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's all—it's all just a holdover until I can get my man Mirio. That's all I'm waiting for. Mm. He'll probably be in like the third set. If they're—if they're doing it each set based on a story arc, it's gonna be a little bit Lamillion. Unless dude. they put, oh, man, dude, I can't fucking wait for Such some Lamillion. Such a Lemillion. cool character. Yes,
0: and he will be my snap main. Dude, what if in, in the, this what if they just go for the full flavor win and he just has no abilities on his card? And you're like, oh well, fuck me. He literally just has oh none. It's God. just a blank card. You're like, ah. <laughs> I'll still play him. I will still play him because if
1: he, uh, if he's blank, then that means his cards, his kit has to be just fucking insane.
0: <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. Like, yeah. Then Give every, him like every a, one of like the a cards has on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: that'd
0: yeah, I mean. be sick. Oof. All right. I mean, yeah. Now we're turning this into the MHA podcast. All right, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> I got these decks <laughs> sleeved up. I'm ready to plow. It's time to sign off the RVA Returners podcast so that we can play. Indeed. MHA.
1: That's right. Well, guys, as always, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, you know, thinking of me while y'all were out having fun. You know, it was definitely you know I had that. It's okay, Chris. Couldn't, you'll be here hanging it.
0: out having fun next weekend, and the next time we do one of these casts, you'll be able to talk all about your trip and your event, and not fucking wait. That's right. To
1: hang with the boy, I don't even care. I don't even care if I lose every single game. Yeah, I don't even care. It's it's not about that for me right now. It's about seeing the seeing the homies.
0: Yeah, yeah, great game. You want to play MHA? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna Yo, good gonna game, man. You got it. Locals. Hey, do you want to learn
1: how to play My Hero? <laughs> exactly. I'm literally just gonna pull out two My Hero decks. So this is what we're playing, right? This this is My Hero local.
0: <laughs> they come over to our table. Like for some reason everything's just going going comically well, and we're down at the the bottom table. It's like, yes. Chris, we're just gonna play this instead, this game. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> it's that's just... fine. It works works for me. Alright. Well that's it for cool, us guys. Cool. A little over an hour, so. Yeah, uh, just yeah. a fun
1: little bite-sized Monday morning commute for you. A little something to or chop. whatever,
0: whatever. Yeah. That's right. I think maybe some people sometimes wish that we didn't just go for two hours every time. I don't know. It was me. Yeah. I just want content. But you know, hey.
1: Yeah, that's all I want. That's all I'm That's all I'm fishing for, man. All right,
0: you guys. Here. Toodaloo. bye bye Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com.